Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Bijou Podcasts. This is episode 60 of the Stacey June Show. Today is a self-centred Sunday podcast, and I want to talk about where freedom lives. look like I'm an unwell person that's left the house for the first time uh, in 10 months of being in hospital. I have that many, I'm so white and pasty. I have this headband wrapped around my head. I have scarves on. I I could be an elderly woman. (laughs) It is a windy, gusty, chilly winter's day here in Sydney. I'm Stace and I host the Stacey June Show. Uh, Welcome. I hope you are rugged up and warm wherever you are. And if you're on holidays like so many of you on my Instagram feed, although I question some of your validity of those posts, so I think some of them are coming up from last year's holiday or the year before, um, I hope that you're enjoying the vitamin D. But today I am, uh, where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Where am I? I'm excited to talk to you about this thought. I haven't really developed it too much, so you may have to bear with me. It actually was provoked by a friend of mine, Tully O'Connor, who I've had on the show before and I will put in show notes. And there was a thought that he had put up on his Instagram post that, that that I had just a real ponder about for the last 24 hours and I thought I would share it with you today. For those of you listening to the show for the first time, a self-centered Sunday is exactly this, a thought, a feeling, an emotion, a transition, something I'm working through, something that I've come on the other side, something that is different that I feel like we need to know more about, etc., etc. But really it's all to have a bit of a conversation with ourselves and I hope that it provokes a conversation within you for you rather than it necessarily just be about my story because I think these types of thoughts and feelings are so universal and often we're sold a very similar picture. So it's really nice to hear different colours and different perspectives from people and I pride myself on going against the status quo as a uh, life goal and so I hope that I often bring a different perspective on this show and on this on this particular Sunday podcast. So if you're listening on a Thursday or a Friday or in fact you are hitting me up on a Sunday as it drops, I say hi and welcome welcome. Um, should I do should I do some housekeeping now? Yeah, let's do some housekeeping now before we get into this topic. I am taking on one-on-one coaching. Um, it is probably another week to 10 days before I close the intake. Uh, I'm really excited to work with some of you um, and I am really passionate about trying to find ways to share and teach the things that have worked for me in terms of my self-care routines to get over my anxiety and panic attacks 
uh, to be able to achieve my goals, whether they're romantic or professional, and to really clear off blocks and wipe my slate clean. I've done that with a team of professionals in terms of therapists and and different modalities. But what I bring is a whole a whole heap of, I guess, immersed education and personal insight, and 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 really sharing skills and stories that I know have worked over the years. Not just for me, but for you by telling them and by sharing them and seeing the bits that really kind of crack into different personalities. The group coaching is also available and we'll start that early September. All of the details for both of these options are available at stacyjune.com forward slash workshops. There's two payment options. One of them you do three times and the other is just a payment in full. So let us know if you're confused about that support at stacyjune.com or the show notes will give you all the info on how you can contact us. So welcome aboard to those of you that are, are ready to get stuck in. And um, and if you are interested and you're kind of hesitating, just give us a contact, you know, let us know what you're thinking. You don't have to lock in this time, but I will say I'm not 100% sure how many more times I'll be doing this this year. And next year may, may be something I don't visit for a little bit because I'm going to be pretty busy with the bub. Um, A rating and review really helps. So many of you have connected to my podcasts of late. I really feel like I've started to expose a new layer of myself, which who thought was possible. And I think there's a bit of a, I don't know, a shift into that energy that a lot of you are feeling um, a little bit deeper as to what I'm sharing. And I think that's because I have had a little bit of a protection glad wrap on for the past year and um, and I peeled it off. So it is really nice to be here. I feel very fresh and very myself and very vibrant. And so I thank you so much for all of your direct messages. Um, a rating and review really helps get that message across to other people that may have not listened to my show. Okay, so today's Self-Centered Sunday. I want to tell you a little story about my idea of where freedom lived I read this particular quote from my friend Tully who just basically put up the words, the freedom is in the commitment. The freedom is in the commitment. I guess my question for you is to have a bit of a think about where you see freedom living and how you define freedom for yourself. Is it something that means you kind of run away overseas is it debt-free? Is it out getting out of your job that you hate? What does freedom look like for you? For a while there, freedom for me, really from what I understood was being single. And I understood freedom for me as someone that was able to do anything she wanted at any time that she was the voice of her own life, the boss of her own life, a voice that was heard, not just in her family life, not in her, just in her romantic relationships, but her friendships. And then furthermore, for me, in front of a very large audience (laughs) through a radio, a radio show. And it just felt very empowering for me to have a very um, clear and loud voice And that was about things that I agreed with that were coming up in the media. It was about, I don't know, traditions or maybe things that my friends were doing that I didn't agree with. I wanted, there was such freedom in me 
really pounding the pavement as this solo independent person. And that did mean that I traveled a lot. It did mean that I moved around the country. It meant that I was kind of footloose and fancy free. And I really understood that to be the case with, I suppose, it really lived very heavily the idea of freedom in a relationship setting. Because if I dug the layers up and I dug as deep as I could, and I've said this on the show before, I think one of my biggest life lessons is to be comfortable alone. And a lot of the work that I do is talking about our comfort by ourselves, the fact that we are humans and we yearn for so much interaction and connectivity. And so I'm not saying that those things aren't important, but I think we need to get a sense of self and a sense of comfort within ourselves to then navigate those connective relationships healthily. Because if we don't come from a a healthy place, then we find ourselves connecting and clutching to things that don't serve us. So it all comes back to a sense of self. And a sense of self will mean that you have a relationship on your own, you are comfortable with being on your own, not all the time, not all the time, but you are predominantly or at least know that you are able to be okay when you're on your own. You can self-soothe if you're an anxious person like me, you know how to calm yourself down if no one's home. So I think at the end of the day, freedom for me was locked into my single life quite dramatically because I understood that my life lesson was about figuring out how to be on my own, therefore enter freedom. So it may not be the same definition of freedom for everybody, but I'm going to just focus on my own story for a second and let you know about it because what is really interesting is that whether freedom evolves in a certain way or whether it, it, it turns up in a very more traditional sense of you learning where it actually lives, which is what I'm going to get to in a little bit of time. But it it worked out to be quite a traditional example for me. So that quote again from Tully was that freedom lives in the commitment. I understood that to be very different on a surface level. So I was kind of thinking, well, commitment for me is exactly what freedom is not. So as much as I understand the layers of now understanding why I was kind of aligned to this freedom is in my independence and single life. I didn't really understand that it was attached to those life lessons I needed to learn for myself rather than it being the single girl tag. So on the surface level, which I'm sure a lot of you have thought about when I asked you to think about where freedom sits for you, it's very surface level. Like those are the things that that's the picture freedom looks like for you. Like me traveling overseas by myself, putting photos up on Instagram, independently living. And sure, that's a very big part of it. But I understood that to be the meaning of it. And once I I kind of had a moment over the past 24 hours after I read that quote to look back, I did understand that it was more about finding independence in the commitment to myself. But then more traditionally, what I find really funny was that true freedom for me has really been a next step. And this step, I suppose, I have spoken a little bit less about because I speak so much on my Single Pringle podcast. I'm writing a book on that part of my life. I have told those stories for many, many years um, about just those experiences. But what I am yet to kind of really share is, I suppose, those deeper levels and those deeper layers of finding 
actual surface level commitment, which is matching up with a partner. And when I say surface level, I don't mean to take away any meaning from that, but I just mean that's what the picture of it is, is that, you know, people see commitment as a marriage essentially. So let me just kind of wind back the clock a bit. So as I'm moving from this place of independence, finding that I, um, I guess, have this ability to be comfortable with myself and yearning to meet someone, I meet someone. But how I then define or decipher my freedom in that relationship was something really interesting. That transition was really impactful because I've gone from this understanding that freedom for me is about being by myself and then started to consider how I would then merge into a relationship that my heart was truly yearning. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And I met Ben and really early on we knew that this was something very, very special. And very early on he spoke to me about very traditional views about marriage and how he had always seen himself married. And for me... I really wasn't sure how I felt about that because as I've just explained, I understood that freedom really heavily lived in that independence for myself. So how does that sit? Do I sign away this kind of so-called freedom? And I really had to kind of waddle my way through that, which we ended up finding a really good balance for us and a really good, I guess, filtering system because I think once I started to open up Ben's eyes to the questions I had about marriage and the questions I had about formalized and structured traditional commitment I guess he started to ask those questions himself and I remember one day asking him about the married thing again and him saying well actually I'm not really sure I stand on that anymore I'm I'm still kind of considering all the things that you've pointed out to me over the last few months And I felt terrified because all of a sudden I realized, oh, fuck, now I've talked this guy out of marrying me. And I think after, you know, time's gone on, and when I mean time, it wasn't long. It was like probably three or four months. But as that time had gone on, I realized I want to commit to this man. Like he is is a man, he's a person that I must commit to. Like I, I, I want to do this with him. And... So when he started to think about, well, I don't know if that's really something that I want to do now, I've never really questioned it and why do I want to get married in this kind of setting and why did I want to do that? I never really thought about all the things that you brought and so I was freaking out for a bit. So for about a month we were in this limbo and then we settled and and decided, yes, that marriage was exactly what we wanted but how we did it and what it meant to us was something that we were going to be very conscious in defining that, you know, that was true to us. And we still continue this day to kind of redefine and, and keep questioning what works for us in our marriage. But it's interesting because we got there and, and then all of a sudden I found that 
I was in a committed relationship. And again, commitment, I started to put that stamp on, which looked like a marriage. And like whilst we did everything quite differently, it's still from a, from a I guess, an outsider perspective, traditional. You know, we're married now and I call him my husband and, and that's whatever that defines and what it means for us doesn't mean everybody else knows those businesses. So we look as, you know, the same as the next Joe Blow and the next Martha and Stu or the next, now it's Andy Michael, whatever. So my point is that once I started to open up to this part of, in inverted commas, commitment, I started to see freedom differently. All of a sudden, when the layers started to come off, And I started to think about my life with this person that I found and worked very hard to find. And I started to think about my life with them and and the love and the support and the comfort and the work that it was going to take. Freedom started to evolve for me. It didn't mean that I, you know, because at the beginning of our relationship, I was still thinking, oh, well, we can get married or we can commit or whatever and I'll still be looking to travel on my own to India for a month and I'll be doing this and doing that. And whilst it's always an option, I changed. I started to understand for me that freedom was in my commitment. That the more I was willing to invest and give love and share love and nest and seed and kind of put, you know, like essentially tend to the plants that I chose to be my garden, I found freedom in myself in a way that I couldn't explain before. And it's funny because we're so, as if you're a woman listening, we're so built to really be kind of very, very... um attached to the independent woman thing. You know, we didn't have a lot of rights for a long time and we didn't have a lot of independence in relationships. So, and I didn't. I didn't see my mum have independence, much independence when she was married. I certainly didn't have it in my first serious relationship in my 20s. You know, so I understood them to be very, very separate. But now the next layer, I think, of this feminist movement or an option for you, it doesn't mean you're not a feminist if this isn't something you're doing, but where I sit anyway in this experience is that how do we find our feminism, how do we find our independence, how do we find our freedom in these traditional aspects? Because if we segregate them all, then we're missing some of the absolute beauty and juice from, I guess, what we would look at as those non-freeing exercises or non-freeing relationships or non-freeing traditions. How do we evolve them to be for us? And that's what happened for me. I started to realise that my true freedom was in my commitment to firstly it was myself which I explained and then it evolved to be in my marriage and it even makes me feel uneasy saying that sometimes because again I have for so long associated my freedom within my independence but I have that 
And I did the work to really sustain and build and have a good foundation in that. I will never lose that. It's in me. I need to activate it. I need to make sure that I have my own relationships with friends, that I have my own work that's creative, all of those things. And I'm sure I'm going to need to activate it much more once the baby comes. But the point is, is that it moved, it evolved. And it evolved into the commitment I had to Ben in a whole different way. I I felt safe. I felt like I could truly be myself in front of someone and be loved regardless of what it looked like. It wasn't always pretty and it isn't always pretty, but I was committed to it and there was such beautiful freedom in it. I think this can apply to so many things. Even if you're in a work scenario with this and you're like, I want to be freelance or I want to be, I don't really want to kind of put my eggs in one basket. And there's time for that in life. Don't get me wrong. Don't rush away and go, la, la, la. I, you know, I'm living a bit sporadically and I'm living a bit everywhere. That's okay for a time too. And I've had that for the past year professionally. So I get it. But my point is there comes a time where your freedom starts to want to yearn to it starts to want to develop in a different way than keeping all your options open that actually keeping all your options open isn't the only form of freedom is what the point of this is and if i'm honest with myself sometimes i would look at people that were in a job for 10 years or look at people in a relationship for, you know, since they were in high school or I would look at somebody that didn't do the same things that I did that I classified as being free, you know, just jumped overseas and tried all those kinds of things and, and really, I guess, question whether they were as free as me. And what I've realized now is that's just not the case, that freedom really does lie within a commitment and a commitment of what it looks like for you. So going back to the work scenario you know, often we're kind of unhappy in our workplace and we're thinking that it will be solved by us investing in looking and being out and skipping and jumping ahead, getting out of the problem, getting out of the issue. But actually what I'm learning is to stay. What does it take for you to stay? Invest, build, try, care, Dig a little deeper where you are and maybe, just maybe, because you've shown that commitment to yourself and what's in front of you right now instead of wishing you were 10 steps ahead, that freedom may appear. In fact, from my understanding and the way that I'm kind of thinking about this particular term, that it will appear. So I wonder how you can think about where you can commit to to get your freedom today. Where are you putting the emphasis on obtaining freedom and how can you shift that to bring it to be within, to be where you are? What can you invest and commit to more to maybe discover that freedom is actually right there? Because my understanding of freedom was so 
different to my understanding of it now that I guess I encourage you to have a bit of an investigation as to where freedom could be hiding in your life already. Where could you commit a little bit more to find the freedom you're yearning? Maybe it's relationship with your mum. Maybe instead of trying to navigate how you keep her away or don't, you know, like, or, you know, just kind of manage that situation, how could you commit to it a little bit more? And maybe the freedom you think of that you'll get from stepping out of it will come from stepping into it. It could apply to so many different parts of your life. And I hope my story is traditional as it kind of ends up being, which is so ironic considering how I'm such not a traditionalist because I get there in such unique ways, but then on the outside it always looks so traditional, I've found. But it's interesting because that's okay too. There's no right or wrong here and I don't think tradition is all bad. It's just, again, not a label that I think a lot of people or myself I would put on myself. But I think it's like wherever you land is wherever you land. It's just how you get there that's important. I don't really care what labels or what things look like on the outside. But my, what I was trying to say was is that as traditional as it seems that my commitment and my story about learning about that is in these real cliche, I guess, examples, I hope you can try and pull from that example as to where you could maybe take a next step into your understanding of what freedom means. And maybe it's not a next step, maybe it's a layer down and you dig a layer down to see where freedom could live where you least expected it because that has, is what exactly is what has happened to me. Is your vagina a little bit tingly <laughs> or perhaps has, if you're a, a guy or a girl, is your sacral chakra, which is kind of right at the bottom of your coccyx, right in your perineum, has that area gone a bit tingly where you're like, wow, this is kind of special. I need to think about this. And if it hasn't, maybe meditate on it or have a think about it and try and get try and get a bit of an energy from your root chakra to really ground you to be able to take it one layer deeper. Where could freedom be living within you already in a place you don't expect? By investigating through commitment or investment. Hmm. I'll leave that with you. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you loved it, share it with a friend and I will be here back for a single Pringle Q&A part two on Tuesday. Love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. This has been another Bijou Podcast production. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.